Isaac from the DLC podcast. We're talking games, movies, all things in between. I am joined with my brother Jacob. How's it going, guys? Hope y'all are having a, a good day uh, or night, depending on when you are listening to this. Or a week, or just having a good life in general. Uh, Trey is not with us today for a good reason. He has been cleared to go back to work. He is a healthy boy again. That's good. That's good news. I mean, it's bad news and it's good news. It's I good mean, that he's, you know, not dying. No, no. It sucks that he has to go back to work. I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy he's gone. But I never liked that guy. That's a lie. That's a lie. He's, he's not, he's my pal. Uh, he may be coming back next week. I know, it's, no, it's every other week. He told me he's getting his day, his getting his days off like every other week on a Thursday night that we can record. So you at least gave him a. Potentially two times a month. So we'll take it. But, Jacob, what have you been doing this week, yeah. bro? Okay, so um, this week's been a little chaotic, but played in a Pokemon tournament online yesterday. Uh, it's been a while since I played because life's just been kind of busy and actually won it. Kind of feel like I probably upsetted some people uh because of the deck i was playing uh but hey you know what it was still fun uh just gotta get better like was it an actual pokemon tournament or is it a pokemon from your league like a tournament from your league no no it wasn't a tournament from my league it was a it was a tournament from another league that i joined over discord and real chilled guys and you never yeah. wanted to join Discord. See, Discord is open. I know many possibilities for you. I know. I kind of it's it's like a must now ever since Corona hit. So uh-huh. I uh, joined their Discord, uh, and they have tournaments every week, and I usually play in them uh, when I get the time. Last couple weeks I haven't. Just you know, school starting. I have to get homeschool stuff ready. So. For all the parents out there that are homeschooling for the first time, I or feel the pain. Or children. Oh, no. I've talked to some homeschool parents that have been doing it for years, and they're kind of like, you know, this COVID stuff really isn't affecting them too much. <laughs> In the words of the great bison, it's just a Tuesday. Yep. So for those <laughs> doing it for the first time, like me and my wife, I feel y'all. Stay strong. <laughs> uh well i mean my week has been not too bad not 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 it's been kind of busy well it hasn't really been busy i just i a lot of things i've I, i've been able to do a lot of things and it's one of those situations where i have so many things to do i don't know where to start you know what i mean no i know what you mean yeah so exactly what you mean so I'm still playing Ghost of Tsushima, or Tsushima, however people say it. And the reason I haven't beaten that game is because I'm trying to. I, I never really played PlayStation outside of the PS2 and PS1, 
So I, I at least want to get a platinum trophy on a game. So I'm trying to get plat on that. So that's taking some time. Uh, and I also get, just got in my Nathan Drake collection and my God of War game. So I'm looking forward to playing that. But okay. Jacob knows I am the person that that jumps on games. Like I can't just play one game. I'm trying to break that habit and it's not working. But yeah, I mean that that used to like annoy me with people that would just buy games and not beat the games they already have, but now I've become one of those persons, <laughs> so I can't really say much on the matter. Like I used to not buy a game until I finished the game. It was annoying because I would buy games and play them. Like bro, you gotta play. He's like, uh, I still got all these games I need to play, and I'm just like, bro, you're ruining yourself. Yeah, and so I went on a phase where I would just. Like, if I want a game, I'll buy it and just tell myself I'll beat the other games. And now I got a stack of games I have not even touched to the point where I don't even buy games anymore. Yeah, like, I have, uh, I mean, I, I, I have this little list of games that I know I haven't beaten. And I told you about this list. And I go back and try to beat them. Now I can scratch them. I get them out of the way. So, like, a while back, I had just beaten Syndicate. Um... Okay, that's all. I, that's as far as I got. <laughs> so I started hopping around enough. Well, it's not really just hopping around other games. It's just I've been really digging a lot of multiplayer games. But um, main topic is uh, so yeah, so I so I got games right, and I'm still in my comic book phase, and I'm I'm hitting it hard. <laughs> so yeah, been, I was there. It's uh, I'm right now. I, I'm finishing. For those who are wondering, I'm reading right now is uh, Heroes for Hire. And Villains for Hire by Abinant and Lang. If you guys have read it, it's it's pretty good. Um, and I just got my um, my Moon Knight comic that I ordered over eBay. It's like a like a sixty nice. eighty dollar game that I paid thirty bucks for. And the guys were nice enough to send me an extra comic. It's a it's a Marvel oh not Marvel it's a Batman comic. Um, oh nice. Uh, actually let me, let, me, let me grab that real quick. Now I get to let people know what it is. You can't go wrong with Batman. I love Batman comics. Okay, it is. Well, just to say, on the back of it, because you know comics have ads, on the back of it, they're advertising Ninja Gaiden 2 for the Xbox 360. So that's old. <laughs> yeah, it's Batman Confidential number 16. And I looked into it, and it goes up to 52. And it's in good condition. It's worth a dollar. But I don't know. It has Nightwing in, in his old outfit free comic it's a free comic i'm not mad about it at all i mean if anything i may actually try to look into that so oh that's how the addiction starts isaac i'm already addicted i bought a freaking 30 dollar comic over ebay bro come on i mean that's 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 30 dollars bro like i've i've paid 200 dollars for comics like my whole uh plural Plural. Well, sure. For the whole collection of Blackest Night, I paid uh like two hundred dollars for it. Yeah, but now you have the whole book, or at least I I got it right now. But yeah, yeah, I need to get that back from you. You're not getting them back to mine. Um, so yeah, I got so I got my Moon Knight comics, which I've been I read uh, one issue in it already, and it's pretty decent. I, I'm digging it a lot, and I'm playing Digimon Cyber Sleuth. <laughs> I'm trying to. Get through that, and Jacob Massey, that's a game you should really consider picking up and playing. 
I mean, you already, you already have it, but I'm thinking yeah, I bought it. I, I actually have been uh, thinking about getting it. I've been trying to not be a lazy gamer lately. Like I've been trying to play mm-hmm. more games outside of just like multiplayer games. Yeah, like Apex or uh, uh, well, I don't play Fortnite anymore. But like Fortnite was a thing, you know. I'm trying to get back into actually playing my game. So I I, I finished the third installment of Dot Hack GU. I'm just trying to complete some stuff, some side missions, and then I'm going to start the last volume of it. And then after oh, that, God. I plan on jumping back into um uh Final Fantasy X. Yeah, I'm playing that still too. That's still Final Fantasy X, that's one of those games uh I haven't forgotten about it. And I, re- I I do have a strong urge to play it, but I, I know that games are taking a lot of time, so I'm trying to go through the games I feel have a short amount of time in it. And yeah. I made an exception for Ghost because Ghost is just a phenomenal game. But um, it is. I've heard great things. I've heard anything negative about it. Yes, but and I've heard a a podcast about Final Fantasy, and you know a lot of people love Ten. I think it's been remastered like three times. Uh, but one Final Fantasy game I have been wanting to replay, which a lot of people, even when I was listening to this podcast, a lot of people were hating on it, was Final Fantasy 13. Like this Your game, favorite. my it is my favorite because it, like I never played I, I any that. of them. I played seven for the PS1 for two minutes. When I was in high school for two minutes and hated the graphics so much, I never went back to it. Like, I remember fighting the first boss or whatever that they put you against, and then you having to escape. And then my friend Jake is like, all right, you got to go up the ladder. I'm like, well, where's the ladder? He's like, it's right there. He's like, that's just a block. But okay, let me go. I go, and I'm not going up. I was like, okay, that's not the ladder. And so he points at another block that looks just like it. Which isn't the ladder either. And pretty much I end up dying Look. because the thing explodes. <laughs> and so I'm like, these graphics are terrible. I'm not playing this game. Yeah, like, at the, the a, lot, a lot of the graphics are, are flat. Like, they're legit, like, wallpaper. I, yeah. And honestly, I'm playing through FF7. I, I played a little bit through FF7. It, the graphics don't bother me now because it's one of those things where I'm just like, it's the time. So, like, it, it's, like I, I, it's whatever to me. Um, there is, like, I, I played through it. Like I think I got maybe an hour, two hours in, and I'm I'm just I'm legit saving that for a, a good road trip. <laughs> I mean, I told I told myself if they ever did finally remaster this, I'll pick it up and play it, and I do have plans to do it now that they finally did it. Um, I went to the release the second game. Like what what got me into Final Fantasy was the movie Advent Children because I love the graphics. Uh, and then uh, Crisis Core. Beautiful and game. Then, and then Debris Sybaris. Real quick. Uh, real quick I, I just want to say, Crisis Core needs to get out of the pen of the PSP and get ported over to the Switch. That would be that would that would be a smart move. I would rebuy it. <laughs> I would rebuy it at full price. <laughs> like, it was a great game. And I know, like, some people say, well, they're not true Final Fantasy games. And so I guess the true Final Fantasy game that I really played was 13. And of course I'm going into this, not 
having ever played any of the other ones, and I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, my first FF game was um, it wasn't thirteen. It was I had a uh, a jailbroken iPhone, and it was when they ported FF one and two into the App Store, and I installed it for free, and I beat FF one off my iPhone. And FF one is an amazing game, really. Really ahead of its time, in my opinion, when I played it. But uh, I know, I know, Alice had played. Uh, oh man, I want to say they they redid Final Fantasy three on the DS. Alice is my sister in law. For those who are yeah, Alice, Allison's my wife, and she really loved it. I want to say it was three or whichever one they 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 remastered for the DS. She got and she really loved. Yeah, but um. Yeah, and then another thing, another thing about this week that just I, a lot of for you sports fans out there, you must be having a ball, having up, having baseball. I mean, if you like hockey and basketball, this is your this is your week because you got to play a basketball and play a hockey. And me and my other brother are big fans, and oh yeah, I've been busy with sports too. <laughs> and actually, the Stars play tonight, and the Mavericks won yesterday, so. Yeah, the Stars do play tonight, so I'm hoping they, they we, win. We, yeah, we finish it, go to the next round. And while I was watching a the game before the Stars played, I, you know, just picked up my Switch, and you just have those moments where you just you want to play a game that doesn't take a lot of effort, right? You just you just you know you just play it and whatever, you know what I mean? And in a sense, yeah. you, you consider it background noise, even though you're playing a game. I I call it lazy gaming. Like you're playing a game just to play a game. Yeah. So just for the just for the heck of it, I was just like, you know what? Let's go. Let's play some Donkey Kong Country on the Switch since they put it on the Switch finally. And we need, we co-op. need to see co-op. It is co-op. See, yeah. It is online co-op. We could play that. Okay. It is online co-op. We, I, I plan on streaming that. So we need to jump on that then. Cause I do want to do a uh, a stream called Super Sundays. Where I can play, where I play Super Nintendo. I've streamed Super Nintendo on Sunday. Probably not original, but I'll take it. <laughs> but, um, I know, so yeah, I was playing Donkey Kong Country and I beat it within like, I'm not bragging or anything. Like, I, I, I beat it like about, I don't know, two hours, right? And it got me thinking, like, like as a kid, this game, you know, it, it, it was it, it was hard. It, it, it was I mean, it wasn't overly complicated, but it was hard. It was challenging. You know what I mean? I mean, the platforming was perfect and everything. It was just you know one wrong move and you're dead, right? So I just remember my brothers playing on it over and over, and I started thinking, what what games did I play that spent a lot of time playing growing up or just in general? So that actually I'm gonna use that to lead into our topic of games we played and like a lot like a, like we dedicated a lot of hours to and okay. you know just had me thinking like you know what man like i, I, I want to give a little shout out to the games because i felt like because of the fact i grew up with dkc i played a lot of dkc that i was able just to watch tv and beat the game you know what i mean yeah i got i got a few games i can list off for sure yeah and like um a, yeah, because like I said, as a kid, my that game I would have had to completely have straight focus on, laser focused to beat it. And this time, like I said, as I'm, I'm older now, it's just like, eh, I beat it. 
I know for me, the first game that kind of comes to mind when I think spent a lot of time would be uh, Super Metroid. That's like the first game I can think of. Um, Because, I mean, I remember this was back in, uh, I want to say it was released in 94, might have been 95, um, but I think it's 94. Yeah, but we didn't really dabble into it like until like ninety eight, ninety nine. What? What? Well, no, that's not true. Uh, because our uncle Marcos, uh, he want to say got it soon after it released. And I don't remember I don't remember playing it until the, until about like ninety five. Oh, not ninety five, ninety seven, ninety eight. Because I, I, yeah, I was like a baby when that came out. Yeah, you're you're still you're still super young, and so for you know a lot of people, our uncles were kind of our gateway to like nerdy things because you know we were super poor and we couldn't really buy anything, and so I remember seeing my uncle play this and. Um, like I still feel that Super Nintendo's graphics at the time was just like miles ahead of other consoles. Especially when you compare other consoles to DKC. I mean, granted, DKC came out towards the tail end of the uh, Super Nintendo, and towards the beginning of the N64. But even still, N64, uh, the NES, or Super Nintendo, the graphics like DK, where it has like 3D models, pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was like, you know, just, I guess, 2D-ish, but had like the 3D drawing feel to it. Uh, the colors were on spot. And I just remember watching them play it and just like thinking, man, this this is awesome. And so I know for one of my birthdays, uh Oh, our older brother got like it was like a Dallas Stars like official jersey and like a a hockey stick. Oh yeah, he got the jersey and he got the um the guy from that played for the uh Wayne he had a, he had a Wayne he got a Wayne Gretzky stick. Yeah, and uh, of course that was like expensive, and so my uncle was just like, "Okay, what do you want?" I was like. I want a Super Nintendo and uh Super Metroid. And this and this was already at the time where N64 was about to be released. So Super Nintendo wasn't ex- that expensive anymore, but I I've always wanted Super Metroid. Like I would play it when I would visit, but never really get a chance to like fully beat it. Um and I remember going to church. I mean, yeah, did I, beat it because when we spent the night at our grandparents' house, you and Josh beat it together. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but that that was with with our with our uncle's help. With the book, the man. Yeah, with yeah, with the book too. And so when I finally got it, I remember going to church after service, got it, and I was like, "This is awesome!" And he also gave me the book that went with it. The, the walk guide or whatever. You and do have that, don't you? I do. And, I forgot uh, you had that. I remember my uncle was always trying to 100% it and was also always trying to beat it because 
there's different endings to it. And this was the first game that I ever played that had different endings depending on how you played the game. So depending on how fast you beat it, uh, differed on the last image you see in the end. Um, as Basically, well as, uh, Nintendo gave their fans real fan service when they came yeah, to edit yeah. the game. Yeah, so I mean, like the game's old. So when you when you beat it, you see Samus in her full suit, give you a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. If you beat it with a certain time, you see her with her helmet off, and you know, of course, she gives you a thumbs up. And then if you beat it, I want to say it was like under an hour, you see her uh, in like a swimsuit or like her. Uh, I thought. One of the ones was her visor goes up. It might have been. I just know the last one was like your. You, you, she's she got the armor completely off and she's like mm-hmm. in, in a type of swimsuit and she gives her thumbs up. And which, she is, she undoes her hair and it flies all over the place. Yeah, so you know fan service. <laughs> so, and 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 there's also creatures you can you you meet throughout the game that. If you save, you kind of get a little alternate, uh, a pixel. Ending. Get an alternate yeah. pixel. Yeah. That's all Which, it I mean, is. It isn't much at the time, well, compared to now, but at the time, you know, it was still like super cool. And so I remember getting that. And, getting close to the oh, TV. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but I mean, I'll get it. And my, my thing was always trying to 100% it. And so I used the, the walk guy or the, the the guide to do it but then I also wanted to do it without it because my uncle never did and so like at that time our uncle was like you know we saw him like you know this is who we need to be and so I always wanted to one-up him and so I did it and I was super proud of myself of like a hundred percenting it without the guide like just remembering everything. So like I spent hours, like Isaac knows, like, you know, we share the same room, but you know, for y'all who didn't uh, grow up with us, like I would just come home from school and just play that like all the way and through the night. Like I'll come down, pick up my plate and go right back upstairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, and Another thing I loved about the game, and I think this is a fair statement, is it has one of the best cool-looking boss you can fight. <laughs> and, the Phantom? And no. No. Um, no, no. This one, you, you meet right off the bat. Like, ah, Ridley. Like, yep, I love it because... The game starts you off with dialogue. It kind of gives you a little history of what's been going on uh, from the first two games. And then you go and you meet and you face Ridley. And like, this is one of the coolest looking dragons ever. It's a and, space uh, dragon. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a space pirate. AKA the cunning dragon of death or the cunning god of death. Ridley himself and if y'all don't know who this is y'all need to look him up because I love how he looked. I will say I'm, I'm sure 99% of people who play Smash 
know who he is. Oh yeah, we we finally got him in Smash. <laughs> so I was then, happy about that. Yeah, real quick, since you played the game so much, do you know the dialogue? Do you remember the dialogue? I just remember it starts off with the galaxy. It's at peace. And the, no, that's what it ends with. It's the last Metroid is in captivity. That's the galaxy right. is at peace. <laughs> that's right. And then it just starts you off. And captivity. There you go. I said, I said it better that time. It's, I don't know, dude. Like, and like then that game. Get the, help, get the alarms going off. Yeah. Like the first. The first mission is, you know, just, you know, just kind of to get you familiar with the controls. But I remember uh, playing it, and I don't know, if, like, it feels like this was a common theme in Super Nintendo games, that you fight the first boss, and you, you don't, you're not supposed to win. I remember spending, like, hours trying to beat Ridley at the very beginning, just Man, to just see if I could. Yeah, he just flies off after a while. Like, you have to take a certain amount of damage without dying, and then he flies off. But, like, I remember I was, like, shooting him for so long, ducking and, and avoiding hits, and he just wouldn't die. And then I found out, yeah, he's not supposed to die. Like, he's just, like, it's set to where he's not going to die. It's like, uh, oh, well. Yeah, it happens. And one thing my brother forgot to mention that I, I'm, I feel like I need to mention is the Super Metro soundtrack was phenomenal. That, that's one of the reasons why I kept going back to play it was just to listen to the music, especially and lower. I think it's lower Brentstar, like the Red Soil place. Yeah, the the music was great, but I feel I feel like a lot of the Super Nintendo games, the music was just like really good. Yeah, and to but, keep, Right. But Super Metroid for sure had great, great music. But you know what had better music? I wouldn't say that. But no, I said, no, I said do, uh, do, do you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to say your, your pick is another, like, uh, machine type character. Oh, you know it's a machine type character. It's, it's the best game of all time. It's my all time favorite game. It's a game that I've beat on multiple occasions. Mega Man? No. What? It's Mega Man X. Oh my gosh, same difference. No, Mega Man and Mega Man X are completely different. I know, but you know what I meant. And you know know what I mean when I say it's Mega Man X. Don't put some respect on the man's name. Mega Man. Alright, Mega Man for the Super Nintendo. Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo. Yes, yes. So Mega Man X is, like I said, is my all-time favorite game. And that being said, you already know I put a lot, a lot, a lot of hours into that game. Just for the fact that it's one, so my brother, I guess you could say he started his Super Nintendo uh, journey with Super Metroid, right? My journey started with Mega Man X and Obviously, we all started with Mario, but I'm just saying, when we became actual gamers, I want to say, I want to say at that point, Super Nintendo is when we became real gamers. What do you think, Jacob? I, I, think, I think so. Yeah, I, I think, like, Super Nintendo is kind of what, like, pushed us into becoming, like, straight gamers, because it was the first system that we 
got that like we dedicated a lot of hours to we had an atari that was a well me and my older brother had an atari that was non-existent uh, and that broke i don't remember how it broke but it did and then we got a uh want to say did i get the super nintendo and then we got the n64 or did we get the n64 and then i got the super nintendo you didn't get the super nintendo until way later on yeah that's what i thought because the n64 was already out and i think that was our primary concert yeah we got that first so so i I guess i'll say our gaming started with the n64 because that was the first console we actually had but our like passion jumped up exceedingly high when we got the Super Nintendo. Yeah. So, first off, alright. I never got to play Mega Man on the NES as a kid. Uh, My uncle just never had it, you know, so I never had the chance to play it. But he had Mega Man X. And, you know, you, 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 you go into the game, right? You hit start game. There's no tutorial. There's no cutscene. There's there's nothing. There's no dialogue. You just teleport on a street, and you run, and you gun, <laughs> and you basically they're teaching you how to play the game as you play the game, and it's not even telling you like, hey, press this button to shoot, this jump, this button to jump. You know, it just it's just like yo, just play. You do the controller, click buttons, figure things out, and there you go. So you know. For those who have played it, now you start off in the city, you're going through, and you you learn how to wall jump. You're fighting these giant bees that lay these little long-legged robots. And like Jake will say with Ridley, right? Uh, at the end of that stage, you get you go to a boss who you're not supposed to beat, and it's um it's Vile and his giant mech. So, you know, me, I, pl- I played the game long enough to where I was able to figure out his pattern, and I was actually, <laughs> I managed to do enough damage to Vile to basically start a cutscene, I guess you could say. If I remember correctly, unless I got caught, I can't remember. I, I know you could damage him enough to where he starts smoking. I, re- I know that. But, um, and of course, you know, Zero comes in, saves the day, and he's like, one day you'll be as strong as me. I'm like, okay, that's great. Then you get this, like, for all, like, all Mega Man games, and you have the the list of the bosses, because unlike Super Metroid, Mega Man is like, yo, go wherever you want. Start wherever you want. I don't care. It ain't bothering me none. Just just go play. Yeah, but everyone but knew. Everyone, but, but, everyone knew to go to Chill Penguin. Everyone knew that. You had to get the boots. There, 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 there is a, a correct order, but it, it still gave you the freedom to choose however you wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. But Chill Pig one, I would say everyone knows that's the first boss you gotta fight because you gotta get your fresh new kicks. You gotta get your Marty McFlies. But I don't know about you guys, but the music in that game is what made me play the game over and over and over and over and over. Along with the upgrades. The upgrades were dope. Especially yeah, when you can get the high Dolkin. Yeah, and that that took a lot of sacrificing, literally. But you yeah, know, if I, rem- if I remember correctly, you gotta go through the um the, the drill, the armadillo, go through the whole map without getting touched. That is incorrect. 
No, I'm pretty sure I'm correct on this. You can't get touched, and then you jump at the very end before you fight the boss. So you're riding the the mine cart all the way through, and you just jump at the very end to to reach like this top ledge, and it pops up that way. No, you actually need you need full tanks. Um... Well, that's what I mean. You can't be touched. You have to have full full tanks. No, your health you you can get hit, but you can't. You gotta. You just need full tanks. I don't know about that. I'm gonna have to look that up. Go go ahead. I think I know what I'm talking about. I mean, if I'm wrong, then I'm surprised. But from there, you know, I went and fought Storm Eagle, who I would say, or at least most people say, he has the best theme in the game. But as I got older, I kind of knocked him down a notch because. Spark Mandrill has the best theme. And what's so cool about this game is, like all Mega Man games, you beat a boss, you take their weapon, that weapon is, in Pokemon terms, super effective against another boss. And, and in a sense, you, you can blitz through the game pretty easily once you actually know what the, yeah. like what defeats what, right? Like, the game itself, it it is challenging, very challenging, especially when you go fight the, um, uh, what's his name, the uh, Launch Octopus. And that's mainly just because the water aspect of it, and the whole like the spikes and the, yeah. But the but once you beat the chameleon, he's actually super easy. Well, no, is... no, no. Launch octopus. He's not weak against the chameleon. He's weak against armored armadillo, and his role. No, in... I remember because the chameleon would cut off his arms. It's not his weakness. So his weakness is rolling shield. I mean, one thing is, if you cut off the man's arms, that's, I mean, he has to be weak against that. I mean, I think it's more just aesthetically looking. I don't think it makes much of a difference. Either way, it's best to beat him with the Mega Buster if you, if you never played it. I mean, my thing is, it makes him weaker, so. Yeah, I guess. I never tell the difference, honestly. He was the only boss that I just used the Mega Buster with outside of Chill Penguin. So, throughout this game, you get upgrades, right? First off, you find tanks that could either replenish your health or replenish your weapon. And you get the, you got the secret bosses, right? And the secret passageways. So, for instance, as on this game, you can increase your, your, your life bar with these heart containers. And there's, and some heart containers are pretty well hidden to where, for instance, in the octopus stage, you gotta blow up this ship and have it sink down all the way for it breaks the, the seafloor and you sink even lower and then you gotta kill uh, I guess you could say a robotic water dragon to get a uh, a heart container. And at uh, Storm Eagle, you get the helmet that could break through that could, that could break through anything basically. And and uh, in the Chameleon, there's a secret boss where you gotta climb up from a tunnel or outside of a tunnel, and he's basically it's basically where you get your chest plate. But What's the the best upgrade is the Mega Buster for the fact that you charge Mega Man's gun, right? That's 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 a given. It goes it goes from lemons to a green blast to a blue blast. 
But the new Mega Buster gives it up to a fourth blast, which makes it purple and basically shoots kind of like a shield behind you. That way, if anyone's behind you, don't get hit by it. And a beam that goes like the tornado weapon where it just twirls across the screen and hits everything in its path. It just but, looks like a, a giant DNA strand just mm-hmm. propelling forward. And you could charge up the super uh, – the the – the different weapons you got. So, so just that, because the thing is, I didn't discover, I didn't know you could find that, right? Cause you can find, you find that at Flame Mammoth's, uh, stage. But as a kid, I never knew you could find it. Cause I always got it once I beat Vile. It's like, I always thought, cause I always thought I, I ripped off Zero's arm or his cannon and put it on because the blaster turns red, right? And you get it, if you haven't gotten it from the Flame Mammoth, you, you get it there. And you have his cannon. And, yeah. And, um, what's so cool about it is, like other, like other Mega Man games, the, uh, the way the Sigma is not just, like in Mario, like, oh, here's the castle, there's Bowser, whatever, right? I mean, I guess in Mario, you had a, they were like, oh, it's a Yoshi egg, so I guess they kind of trolled him too. But in Mega Man X, there's four, there's four, uh, stages you gotta go through. And the thing was, as a kid, I always thought, oh, I'm at stage three, I'm tired, I'm gonna write down the code, wake up and do it again. No, the codes that don't was, work. That was interesting too, because there was no save mechanic. You had to rely on codes. Yeah, I had a journal. They didn't always work the way you thought they did. Yeah, like for instance, like I was saying, I turned it off, turned the game back on, put in the code, and it just put me back to Sigma Stage 1. Which, may I say, after Spark Mandrill, that has that that's the, the first stage is my second favorite song in the Mega Man X. It's just phenomenal. But yeah, no, so just all the upgrades, you know, the music, the bosses, and like I said, that with that being my favorite game of all time, like I I I put hundreds of hours into that game. And I, I beat the game fighting the bosses in different orders, you know. I like I just I've I, like that game for me had enough in it to keep me entertained and make me want to keep playing it. But, yeah. But yeah. Um, like I know for me, sticking with the Super Nintendo, like the Super Nintendo to me is like one of the, if not greatest consoles, ever made. I could be saying that just because I just mostly grew up playing it and I have a lot of fond memories of it. But Killer Instinct for the Super Nintendo was one of my favorite fighting games. It's it's what started my love for fighting games. I honestly want to say it was my first ever fighting game to play. I just remember my uncle getting it, and he bought the Super Nintendo with the game. It came bundled with it. <laughs> yeah, it came bundled with it. And I remember he was talking it up before he bought it. Like, there was a lava man, an ice man, a werewolf, a skeleton, a robot. I'm like, oh, this sounds cool. Like, I'm like a little kid. I'm like, this is amazing. I want to play this. And then watching it play and thinking to myself, this is awesome. And like I said, my uncle was the guy to beat for me 
like he would tear us up. And so like there's Yeah, like, he uh my, I would say this from Uncle and I plan on carrying on the torch with my nephews. He gave no F's that we were kids. Yeah. And the another thing too, he also had a book for that game too. So like there if y'all have never played Killer Instinct, because there's one for the Xbox and I didn't really play that mm. one too much. Real quick, um, if you own an Xbox and you have Game Pass, you can play it right now because it's in the Game Pass. All all the KIs. Actually, I might get Game Pass just for the fact that a friend of mine. I'm trying to get back into fighting games, uh, and my friend was telling me about the Power Rangers fighting game. It's good. And so it's on the Game Pass for free. Something about getting the Game Pass just to play it. Uh, but. Killer Instinct came out for the Super Nintendo, and then another one came out for the N64, and then, uh, of course, one, yeah, and then uh, Xbox. Uh, didn't play the 64 one. I never had a chance to get it, but the Super Nintendo uh, was the main one I played. And like I said, if you have never played it, uh, one of the cool things about it is... I feel like they were trying to compete with Mortal Kombat, so they kind of had like their own fatality type things. Mm-hmm. And, and the one thing, yeah, and one like one thing that kind of set them apart is they had like finisher combos, like ultras and ultimate that you just like input a certain command, and pretty much your opponent's health is down to like like it turns red. To where they're almost dead and that's the time frame if you know the the input to do an ultimate and just end the game or do an ultra and just end the game um, and i remember playing my uncle and he would always get those off and he'll always do them on us and he'll do like the <laughs> finishers and whatnot and so uh and like isaac said he had the book and so he knew how to do it and like he tried like he wasn't stingy with the book either. He he will show us the book, but at that time, like I don't I don't know what I'm reading. I I, I can't comprehend. I this. didn't know how to read in general. <laughs> and so when I finally got the game, when I got the Super Nintendo, uh, I spent a lot of time because I didn't have the book, and my uncle lost it, and so he didn't have it anymore. And so I just spent hours. Hours playing with every character, trying to figure out how to do every ultra, every finisher. And I like I remember one of the hardest characters to do anything with was Jago, the ninja. That's because what they did with Jago was they basically gave Jago all the commands of Ryu and Ken, but in but in reverse. Well, not reverse, yeah. but backwards. Like if it's a forward Z. And Street Fighter for Jago, it was a backwards Z. Yeah, and it was I mean reverse Z, input. Yeah, like, and, and also I want to say something about this game real quick. So Jacob's mains, Jacob had two mains. He had Glacius and Saberwolf. I had one main at the time. I was a big Cinder pl- player, right? Which most most people who start off play as Cinder. Yeah. And it got to a point where I I got tired of getting, of, of losing, and I want to see if Jacob remembers this or if he'll at least acknowledge it. So there was a point where me and my brother will get blisters on our thumbs from practicing so much. Yeah. And that would be the most painful thing ever. But it got to a point to where I got good with all the characters in the game. And there was a moment where Jacob could not beat me. Do you remember that, bro? 
it was a moment. It was a moment when I already stopped playing. Like I was already in college and um You were in college. I'll admit to that you were in college. And I and I didn't have the system. I left it at home. And so Isaac Isaac I will say Isaac pretty much got to the same spot I was when I was his age because like I said, I dedicated hours to it. And like I said, Jago is one of the hardest guys to do. And I remember my uncle always having a hard time figuring out how to do Jago's Ultra. And he had the bug. He just couldn't, like, get the commands. And I remember doing it on him and just the satisfaction of just doing it and just walking away. <laughs> I was like, this is a great feeling. Anime and, style. <laughs> One oh, yeah. <laughs> explosion. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, he, uh, he, uh, he got mad. It was like, no, we're going to run this back. And, uh, I was, I was still able to, to keep my own. Like, I would still beat, he would still beat me, but it got to the point where I started beating him more than I was losing. Kind of to where, like, once I went to college and Isaac started playing it, uh, he started being me more. I mean, yeah, Mark didn't even beat me. You had to, you know, have practice. And the thing is, is like, you know, at that time Isaac was young, and so he didn't really. I'm so young. Yeah, I mean, you didn't really have like the knowledge it. of how to do the inputs, but also it probably didn't help that I was hogging the game and uh, playing it. And uh, just pretty much tearing at anybody. I remember some of my high school friends came over and they were talking mad crap about Killer Instinct. And um, they came up and uh, my brother Josh was like, yeah, he's probably going to beat y'all. My classmate was like, nah, he ain't going to beat us. And I pretty much, it, it was back in the day where I was cocky because, you know, I was playing a lot oh, oh, I was playing Killer Instinct religiously, and I was playing uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, and so I was kind of cocky, like I wasn't losing. Like I remember in Melee, we'll start with ten stocks, and I will suicide six of those, and still win against like my friends. And then when Killer Instinct came, I pretty much told my my, my high school friends, pick whoever you want me to play as. I don't care. And uh, I just remember them getting pretty saucy and just like leaving my house off pissed off. But, <laughs> you know, I spent a lot of hours on that game. And another thing was too, so Rare, Rare was just on another level because even that game, you know, you had these inputs where with, I still remember the inputs too with uh, uh, Cinder. It's left uh, I think it's left on the D-pad, uh, left uh, left bumper, right bumper. Um, I think it's uh, what is it? Is it? I know you make an X, so it's X A okay, Y B. Okay, okay, so so the, I think so no, was. no, 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 it's 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 you yeah. hold you, you hold down the right D-pad. Yeah, and you do L inputs. L R X B Y A. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. And then you also have these other things where you could do where you click down and select, and it's like. Um, combo ulti, breaker or combo breaker which yeah, limits you to just one combo breaker, breaker. which like, I believe limits you to one combo breaker a piece I can't really remember that 
I just remember I just the sound effect was cool. And then there's another one where you got like two bonus stages. It was the one my favorite one was like a blue sky stage. And then there's another one which was basically a labyrinth, which basically we considered spinal stage. Yeah, it was it was spinal's hidden stage. Yeah. And then there was the option of either uh you had to motion the buttons like inward to unlock the game to where it played super fast. Mm-hmm. Or you maneuver the buttons outward, and the gameplay went very slow. Yeah. So Rare was just on top of their game. But, um, all right, I'm going to give mine before we go to break. Uh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave the Super Nintendo behind, you know? We're, I, think, I think we're I past got, that now. I got an idea where, where your game is. May, may I... I'm not going to say the game. I'm going to say the console. By all means. 360. 360, baby. <laughs> it's a shooter, correct? Okay, so there's a thing about me and my brother, right? I say, I'll say now it's about split even when it comes to our genres. Jacob's the fighting game person. I was the shooter person. Yeah. I didn't get into shooters until like my yeah my my uh third year in college because growing up and I know a lot of people have a lot of love for this game and a lot of people are going to hate me yeah I hate GoldenEye I absolutely hate GoldenEye like I remember playing it with friends and just like I didn't even want to play they just needed the fourth guy and playing screen split and like people just looking where you're at and i'm an honest person so when people are like don't look at screens i'm doing my best not to and then like i said i sucked at shooters i sucked i sucked at first person uh modes i didn't like them and so i would always die super easily so i never cared for shooters until like well black ops one Yes, but unlike him, shooters, that was my jam. All right. I was naturally gifted at shooters, I like to say. And just a quick shout out, I want to give Time Splitters my shout out just for the fact that I felt like that game, even though I did play Goldeneye, that game solidified me as a like FPS guy. I mean, I'll, I can't, yeah, FPS, especially with the Ghost Recon games. Those Ghost Recon games, shout out to. If y'all played the old school Ghost Recon, shout out to y'all or the Medal of Honor games. But um, my game is the most broken, disgusting, funnest game I've ever played when it comes to shooters. Yep, I already know which one it is. Modern Warfare 2. Yep. <laughs> I played that game years after Black Ops came out. Like, Black Ops came out, I'm still on Modern Warfare 2. I mean, I play, I dabble in Black Ops also, you know, I put some time in Black Ops, but Modern Warfare 2, nah, man. Quick scoping, I was a quick scoping beast. I don't know, I'm, I'm sure most of y'all hate me for that. I don't care, because I got a new quick scoping, and the, Modern Warfare 2 had the best maps, you know. My favorite one that I'm still waiting for them to port over is High Rise. I'm is that tired the of one? Terminal. Is that the one where like you're in like on top of size uh top of a building? Yes, and you get and you get you can get out of the map and get on the skyscraper. Oh no, that, that the crane. I mean the crane. Yeah, the crane. The crane. Yeah, God, I hated that. 
dude. And then you had the underground, like, bro, that that game was so broken. That, that thing, I think that game only probably got maybe five updates before they said screw it, you know, because that game you had uh one man army new tubes right because new tubes in that game were basically nukes okay that spread of damage destroyed everyone um like i, I remember say, quick scoping. i so i didn't play modern warfare 2 a whole lot so when i got into shooters it was a time where i was kind of getting like i barely got started with the fgc in my area uh, i was helping it like come up and the main fighter was Tekken and uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and kind of started getting dulled with the competition and started just getting bored. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play Modern Warfare One, just just to see if I can get kill. And I remember I don't like I want to say that's your favorite. That's not my right. favorite. Oh, but Black that, Ops One is, but that's what yeah, I got you pushed in. But Modern Warfare is what got me into shooters. And I want to say it was even more broken in Modern Warfare 2. You can correct me on this, but I remember the noob tube, the grenade launcher, uh, which, I mean, we called it noob tubes because, let's be honest, only noobs used it. And I was one of those noobs where the game would start and you aim up and and you just shoot it and you get a kill. And I want to say the damage radius was a lot worse in Modern Warfare 2. Um, uh, I think Modern Warfare 2 was worse, but it's enough to just, yeah. But like, Modern, uh, like Modern Warfare 2 was worse, wasn't it? Or, or did they fix it in Modern Warfare no, 2? 2? No, no, Modern Warfare 2 did not touch it at all. They didn't, no, that thing was broken. Yeah, that's um, what I thought. No, but nothing. So a quick story on how I got into Modern Warfare 2, right? So we had internet in my house, but Wi-Fi was still a concept that wasn't like it was one of those wi-fi wasn't widely available let me put it that way and the 360 didn't have a wireless uh there was no way to get wireless unless you had the adapter but one day after i got like one day i got my xbox back from my from the shop because they had the red ring of death you know but warranty covered that so i was good and i got a three month game pass uh, uh, uh gold i mean and when i was a kid i used to give them to my friends because there's no way i could play online because I didn't, I didn't have it all right right and we had a we had a uh, computer downstairs i was always connected to the internet and then one day there was i remember it was during summer it was like one like one or it was like 12 or one o'clock in the morning and i'm just like man i really wish i could play online like i really wish and then I remember behind my dresser, my dresser was a uh, a phone line because I remember when we first moved here, there was a phone connected to it. And I was like, "Holy crap! Wait, wait, what if I bring the modem up here and you know?" So I brought it to my room, connected everything, and I was connected to online. So I put the code in. I got three months free, and I was like, "Yo, I have online!" I was ecstatic to where I hopped in Modem for two. I was getting wrecked, and I was wrecking people, and I didn't go to bed till about six. I remember I had this huge migraine, and for those of you who played Call of Duty, like, the thing is, I feel like people still do it now, but not as hard. That, like, basically that, that game sucks you in, right? I mean, I, I know we got Warzone, but that game sucks you in to where I remember going to sleep and waking up thinking there's a UAV up or a Harrier, you know? Like, I remember one time I'll be walking home from school and I see a plane like, oh, Harrier Strike, and I'm like, oh, wait, no. That's a... 
Yeah, I would I would say when I started getting into shooters, I started like it it, it was tripping me out because I'd be like walking from class to the game cage and like like I'll see like just people walking behind cars. I'm just thinking, you know, am I about to get uh, uh sniped? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or then or then like I remember having a uh, dream and my wife you know, I thought I was having a nightmare because I just kept shaking in my bed and my dream consisted of, and it was, it was that freaking effing map rust. Oh, that's a good map. God, I hate that map. That's where boys become men in the, in the quickscoping community. Like I was at rust that's crappy, right? and I was trying to fight and it just kept lagging and my guy wouldn't move. And I remember just jerking, trying to move. And my wife woke me up. Was like, "Are you having a nightmare?" I'm just like the effing lag, and then fell right back to sleep. <laughs> the effing lag. <laughs> no, and, uh, just to keep continuing, like you know, the, the maps were phenomenal. And like I said, I was a big quick scoping guy, so I did a lot of quick scoping. And you know, the secondary was broken, and a, a, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, uh perks were broken because you know you, you had the standard perk and then you can make them pro which I, I wish they brought back you could get pro perks that i feel like i don't know i just i missed that and you know I, that was the one game where you, if you got marathon pro you had unlimited sprinting which at that time if you had that it was broken because you could just literally run around the map without any consequences and uh one quick story before we go into break was um this was when my brother was playing black ops religiously a lot to where one time he came to visit us and he, he and I were going to go upstairs. We're going up to my room or yeah, my, our, our, our room, my room, whatever. Well, no, it was my room. Cause by the time you moved out, I, I counted three stuff out, but uh, he went, he opened my door, turned around. And I'm like, what are you looking at? He was like, for, cause if you play black house one, everyone knows you walk through a door, you turn around, you put a claymore behind you. And he was going oh, through that motion. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh yeah. I was about to, I was like, I was about to put a claymore down. I'm like, bruh. First I don't know I... why. I, I mean, it was just, it was muscle memory. <laughs> like Isaac said, like, okay, so I will say this. Isaac is the shooter of the family. Like he is way better at me as shooters, except for Black Ops One. I will say I was the better Black Ops One player. And it could be because Isaac didn't really play it too much. He was more Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Black Ops 1 was my game. Like, I remember going in and, like, pretty much that was the game that told me I can actually be good at shooters. Because I was going in games. I remember going into one, and it was, uh, I think it was, like, WMD was the map. It was one of the snow ones. Mm. And it was... 36 kills to 12 and one of the things like if y'all played modern warfare y'all know that sometimes you get thrown into games with an already losing team and you know that would hurt your uh, win-loss ratio now they have it to where if that happens your ratio doesn't get hurt but back then it it, it would damage it mm-hmm. and i remember going in it's like 36 kills to 12 we were like so far behind I end up getting like, I want to say like 36 kills that game. And uh, we end up winning like 75 to like 65 and bringing that back. And I remember the person who got like 
five kills and like died like 20 times sent me a friend request and i was like nope <laughs> no so i i i took black ops seriously towards the half end of it for the fact that a lot of the game battles were for quick i did game battles right i did gbs for quick scoping halfway through the black ops lifespan it kind of died down i mean there were still people you know still playing it and i'm sure there's still people doing it to this day but it wasn't as i felt like everyone all the competitive people went over to black ops and and black ops is very anti-sniper if anyone yeah, knows it, it it's was, very anti-sniper and i yeah. used the l9 the bow action and i was still able to get my quick scopes it was just very blocky and i so from hated what, that from what i can remember quick scoping was a thing in the first one but it didn't like it didn't like pop up or like blow up until modern warfare 2 and it became a huge problem and black ops was, pro, baby. black ops was like the answer to like help prevent quick scoping until we're I think a lot See, of people complained about it, and then they brought it back. And for the fact that they stopped, uh, they did the whole dolphin dive to stop people from drop shotting. Which I'm yeah. just like, what's wrong with drop shotting? It's like, it's, it's just, it's, that's not a glitch. It, it, you're you're laying down shooting the guy. Like if anything, that's the most realistic thing out there. If like if you're trying to like get killed or whatever, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's not really realistic. I know, honestly, but still, I don't see it breaking the game like quick scoping it's breaking the game i was admit yeah, that but, i hated quick scopers yeah. so much but i will say the i did play it enough to where i remember the it's the 74u you could you could put the grip i think it was the grip and rapid fire and they nerfed that out they took it out because that was just shredding people to where by the time i got finished playing that game my final gun that i was like this is my baby and by the way uh wager matches bring those back thank you very much uh what because i bought all my guns had the ice camo because my gamer tag on the xbox is hey ice so I, i'll have my all my guns with the ice camo but the galil suppressed with the with the mags that were like uh taped together with slide of hand bro it was over with with the tomahawks yeah. that bounced like rubber balls yeah. get at me i know i know the galil was like the number one game uh, but I had the most success with the AUG. That was my baby. Oh, the AUG was nasty, too. I, it, it was weird to see the AUG as an LMG turn into a, a submachine gun. I was like, what? It was turned what? into an assault rifle. Oh, it was actually. AR? Yeah, it was AR. Yeah, it was AR. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you can unlock the weapons from, like, leveling up all the guns, I think. Because I remember in the, the, the last gun it was a, the Tombstone ar bro that gun was nasty and i I remember one of the biggest complaints too because in modern warfare people are like you had to earn your equips and your camos and then black mm -hmm. ops you just bought them well see that's the thing about it see i like that i mean i feel like you still earned it because you had to earn the because you had to do contracts yeah and we did wager matches and gambled money. Remember that, dude? Like, yeah. bring bring back COD points. And not COD points as in you're buying the points. I mean, let us earn points and buy skins with it, buy weapons, buy perks. And I think it was like, you couldn't buy, like, the high-end perks right off the bat. Like, you had to level up to unlock it for you to be able to purchase it. It wasn't just there automatically. So, you, like, you, I guess you could say you're working twice as hard, but still, the contracts were easy. Do a couple wager matches, and then you could buy for 10k a gold camel, which I never got to, I never did. I don't think I ever got to that, but I didn't play it that much to get to there. But it was still amazing. But that's enough of that. 
uh, we're going to go into an ad right now. All right, guys. So jumping back into it. Hope you didn't mind to add. Uh, my third game is, and with Isaac, you know, stepping away from the Super Nintendo, um, it's actually a game that I feel gets a lot of praise. Um, so it shouldn't be too surprising, but uh, Bat, uh, Batman Arkham City. Um, Arkham Asylum was really good, but you I need feel to play Arkham Knight, bro. I do need to play Arkham Knight. I still have my copy, right? Yeah, you let me borrow that like two years ago, and I still haven't even mm. touched it. I feel like it was longer than that. <laughs> it could be, but that that goes back to like lazy gaming. Like I play games because I just don't have the mental fortitude to like actually try. So I play games like Fortnite or Apex or Call of Duty just to like zone out um but i have been trying to do better about that and i actually do have plans we need to play dead island and finish that that way it could jump on uh batman but coming back to topic arkham city like arkham asylum was really good and that was what got me into the series like the mechanics beautiful gameplay story all beautiful and just the freedom Arkham City allowed. Like, the Riddler stuff was so fun. And I remember, like, I told myself, like, I never got a game or, like, you know, finished it 100% and gotten that platinum trophy. Like, this is the game I'm going to get that on. And long story short, I didn't get it. Because <laughs> even even though I hundred percented the game, I didn't know there was a lot more to it, and like it had like side stuff you had to do, and I remember one of them was like because it had like side not not side missions in the game but outside the game where you uh have to like beat so much villains and such at a certain time. And I did a lot of those, and it just got a little too hard for me. And so I was like, eh, I'm just going to be happy with 100%ing the in-game stuff. Like, I got all the Riddler stuff, all the, you know, Easter eggs and all that. And um, really enjoyed it. Uh, Arkham, what was it? Batman Origins? Is that the one that came out? I hated that game. Yeah, I hated that one. That one was a big letdown because I'm coming in from Arkham Knight or not Arkham Knight, Arkham City. Arkham City is one, if I remember correctly, because I I I played Arkham Knight because trying to let me borrow it, and Arkham City, you let me borrow until you bought me the dual pack. But uh, yeah, that's the one where you play as Catwoman too, right? Yes, you can play as Catwoman. So that was pretty legit because the Riddler trophies you only get as Catwoman. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty dope. And, and the also, Catwoman missions were pretty I also cool. love the, the costumes you could unlock because it kind of had the old school 1960s Batman costume. And I would run around in that, which I thought was pretty cool. And then it had the uh, the uh, Catwoman costume from Batman, the animated series that I unlocked. And so I changed that one because... 
Batman animated series is just one of the best DC uh, cartoons ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember playing that for hours, uh, trying to hundred percent it. Arkham Origins. I'm not going to say it was a bad game because it was still a good game. It just felt they put too much into it. Like there was too much going on. Like the main, like you lost track of the main story just because there's so many other side stories to it. And it just got kind of, I don't know, like dull and it just became very, I don't know, sticky to me. So right. Oh, which, which, which which one are you talking about again? Origins. Yeah. So the thing with Origins, right, is that um, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but I'm, no, I'm not. Is the issue with that game is that they switched developers. Rocksteady didn't make that game, which is why it was so bad. Uh, I think you might be right, actually. I know a lot of the mechanics were very similar, but they did change a few things. My biggest complaint with the game was just the... It was boring, dude. It was... was boring game I ever played. It was boring because there's too much to do. It's like, okay, here's this villain. You gotta handle this villain. Okay, now there's this villain, and there's this villain. And then there's one... You you gotta find black mask or something. You gotta follow a bullet, I believe. Unless I, unless I'm thinking, I'm thinking I may be thinking of City, but I could have seen those origins. No, right? no, it was oh, well. Okay, so City did have black mask in it, and right. you did you did have to do something with him. And and City also had Robin in it, which I thought was really cool. Right. Uh, but but Origins had somewhere so because I think Black Mask was one of it, and then the Ping one, and then. Uh, Arna, uh, what's his name? The one with the A. Uh, oh, uh, Anarchy. Anarchy, and then of course the Riddler, and then like, there's just so many villains to it. It it it, it, it just felt too compact, and it's like there's just like it just got boring. Like I feel they tried to put so much in there so it keeps people entertained, but it had the opposite effect. For me, yeah. I mean, my favorite is Arkham Arkham Knight. But shout out to Rocksteady and the future game that's coming out, uh, Suicide Squad: Kills the Justice League. Hopefully, that turns out well. I'm, I'm still waiting for so. my bad. I'm still waiting for my Batman Beyond game because you know, I mean, Cyberpunk's coming out. You know, that's the perfect time, especially with next gen. Just throwing it out there. But, I, think um, that, I think that could be a good game, like mechanic wise. I think it should work. I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, all right. My next game, right? And I believe this this ends our list when it comes to us. So beforehand, I just want to say, Jacob, do you want to give your honorable mention before I start mine? So, before I get mine. So one game, I kind of brought it up throughout the the podcast, but I didn't include it on my list. Smash. Um, and if y'all have any games let us know what games y'all spent a lot of time on uh check us out on our social media um was it instagram dude let's chat and twitter dude let's chat pod yep 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 
So, you know, give us a follow, give us a shout out, you know, help us grow. We're almost at like 800 listens, which I know, you know, is a whole lot to some people, but you hey, know. it's a, hey, you know what? I'll say this. We're a lot further ahead and it's the person I started today podcasting. So I'll take that. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> we appreciate all the support, you know, help us, you know, kind of get a little bit bigger. Uh, yeah, you know, so, leave reviews on iTunes, you know, subscribe, yeah, and tell just, your friends about it. Yeah, just share us, you know. Um, but yes, Smash Brothers Brawl. I want to say Brawl. Oh. Like I, I spent a lot of time with Melee. I thought to say, hold up now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Melee I, was... <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of time with Melee, but I never had the opportunity to compete FGC, with yeah. Melee. And it wasn't until I went to college where I was able to compete in Brawl. I spent a lot of time because I was competing. And I don't care how arrogant, online. I don't care how arrogant this sounds, but I was the best Brawl player in my area. Like, we threw tournaments, and I would always win. It, like, it got to the point where the game got a little dull for me, which brought me into shooters. Because I just <laughs> I felt like I didn't have much competition now mm-hmm. once i got you know a girlfriend and i couldn't practice and i kind of stopped partaking in tournaments and whatnot you know i kind of started slipping a bit but you know i was still pretty I, I would still say i was still the best because when i did practice i put up a fight and you know would still win so like my last my last brawl tournament I've ever did uh, was when my firstborn, uh, my uh, my firstborn was born. He was like a week old, and I stood up all night, and my friend uh, reached out to me because I just finished college, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, you can come to the college still, your alumni, so you can still partake in the tournament." And, you know, come and, you know, let's play. And I'm like, dude, I haven't touched that game in like six to eight months. I just haven't had the time. And I just had a newborn. Like, I'm dead tired. My wife is dead tired. And then an old college friend that used to play with me uh, reached out to me. He's like, well, I'm going. And if I'm going, I want you to be there for old time's sake. And so my wife was like, go ahead and go. And I remember getting there. Because I like I haven't slept. Like I'm going on like thirteen hours of not sleeping. And no, it was fifteen hours of not sleeping. And they tell me, well the tournament should be small. Like we're doing it for uh what's that uh charity? Uh it was like a gamer life charity thing. It was a charity event. And so they're like, uh, we, they're like save a life or I can't remember. I don't, yeah, I don't I mean, about, I don't yeah, yeah. I'm sure people know what I'm talking about too. And they're like, you know, we're not expecting too many people for bra. We had like 30 something people. Save and the that, children. I think it was. And that tournament took. My bad. Extra life. Like extra <laughs> life. That's it. Extra life. I got there at 1 p.m. And I didn't get back to my apartment until like 3 a.m. That's how long the tournament go. And I remember I made it to the finals and I was the underdog, which was very foreign for me because I'm not used to being the underdog. 
And uh, I turned to my opponent and I was in the winner's bracket and he was in the losers. And I turned and was like, look, you beat me in this set. I'm not even going to do the reset bracket. I'll just give you the win. And we won't have to reset bracket. And I remember last game, last stock, he was Meta Knight. I was Marth. He did his little cape shenanigans. I pinpoint where he was going to go. Tippered. Before he even died, I just got up. I was like, good game. And just walked off. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to be arrogant. I was just dead tired. Like, this is already 24 hours, past 24 hours of lack of sleep. Like, I was zoned out. Uh, but, yeah, that's my honorable mention because I did spend a lot of time with Smash Brothers Brawl. Uh, but I feel like these other games kind of have more, I don't know, like memories, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my last pick and it, it it's 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 hard because i felt like i played these games about so the same amount let, let me take a guess because i have a guess i have two guesses that i think okay. i know is sonic battle adventures uh-huh what's is that next it guess? what's your that's, next guess that's not it I'm not saying nothing. What's your next guess? Next guess is Minecraft. Really? Dude, you spent a lot of time on Minecraft. I hated that game. I, I, remember... it, I, I felt like I spent, I spent more time on Fortress Craft. And for you OGs on 360, before we were able to get Minecraft, like everyone else, we had Fortress Craft. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Hey, don't worry about it. Only OGs know about it. And no, it's not Minecraft. It's Sonic, it's Sonic Adventure Battle 2. <laughs> Or, All right, so yeah, that was my first guess. Yeah, like I thought and, it was Minecraft because I remember you would spend a lot of time and you tried to get me into that game. I just did not see the point in playing that game. No, I played that game a lot, but not 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 enough to where no 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 not a lot not a lot. No, Sonic Adventure Battle Two, right? Or a Sonic Adventure Two Battle, however people want to say it. Um, yeah, no, that game I played religiously. Like I've mentioned in past podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I spent a lot of hours raising my chows, you know, uh, like in, like like with Mega Man X, you know, that game had a lot of upgrades for each character. And though a lot of them were similar to each other, it was cool to have like find hidden rooms with, like I said, they're like, for instance, Sonic, he gets the green shoes and he could like basically glide or zip and get the gold rings. He could become a ball of fire, you know, and then he, he can do where he's bouncing, whereas in Knuckles, you know, he gets his brass knuckles and he gets his shades and, um, Tails gets his, like, uh, I'll say like he gets a new cannon and he like lock onto more people. And a, a lot, a lot of the characters share resemblances. So I think Rogue got like, I think something for her boots or I can't remember, but no, like it's a, and, that game amazing music, right? Uh, I understand the game's pretty buggy. It was rushed, and a lot of the voices don't match the wording, like like the 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 face structure of the characters. Like there'll be moments where Sonic's talking, and you won't hear no audio until like later on. Like everything was delayed and didn't match up. But that game, as broken as it may have been, was by far my favorite Sonic game. Uh. Like, like I said, the whole chat aspects, I spent hundreds of hours just doing that. And that was a game that I remember 
I would beat it and then start a new game and just play through it again. Like I never got tired of that game whatsoever. And I think Jacob played it a few times. Yeah. And he, and I will say the soundtrack as, uh, as Chano likes to say, it's a uh, trash rock, but I don't care. You know, the music was great. I loved it. The music was amazing. I don't know why Chano's hating on it. He's <laughs> just hating on it. But yeah, like like I said, um, I will say honestly, I'll say I spent more time with the Chows more than I should have. <laughs> but the story on it was, it was it was a it was a fun game. The gameplay was fun, and for me, it had a lot of replay to it. I never got tired of the stages, and I know most people hated the whole. Knuckles finding the pieces of the Master Emerald. I honestly, those were probably one of my favorite stage, like game uh, sections in the game was that. And then wasn't that game there, itself also had like mini a, games. Yeah, wasn't there like a versus stage with that where yeah, person he found them the quickest one or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that and you also they also had Sonic racing basically, right? Like you, you could race in your, you, like you could get cars and racing them. Um, I mean, it wasn't nothing too big or anything, but it was cool that you had multi, you had, you had the main game, you had the Chows with their mini games, and then you had other mini games where, you know, you could race the cars, or you could do versus mode where you could either fight each other, find a Master Emeralds, you know. Like, that game just for itself had a lot of things going for it to where you go back and replay it, which is why I'm still hoping to this day they make a third one. But, you know, and some of my honorable mentions, that, some honorable mentions uh, I just want to throw out there is um oh by the way we're gonna do honorable mentions and then we're gonna take a guess on what we would have thought each other would have had this list so uh, for me on my honorable mentions I have I have uh I have two right and the one of the first one I'm gonna say was the one that was almost tied with Sonic and that's Pokemon Yellow that game. I've killed, I've went through so many batteries with that game alone. It was yeah. ridiculous. And like the Sonic, I, I beat it, you know, I try to click on the Pokemon and I'll just, I'll just go back and I'm, redo I'm it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I even forgot to think about Pokemon. Like yeah. that's pretty bad. Like I, I went through a huge Pokemon mm-hmm. phase that I like spent hours and hours especially pokemon stadium yes and snap yeah so, like, so my, yeah so that's my honorable mention my other honorable mention is pokemon snap because i jacob has a jacob castle test and i and and if you listen to past podcasts you will know that was my favorite n64 game i played that one for many hours and even though that game is very linear right into what you can do just you know doing these certain things within like the the limited movement you had made it so rewarding when you're able to unlock or find or discover a new pokemon like you had to yeah. do these things to get a new pokemon especially in the canyon right you had to do a lot to get the gyarados and I remember i got the gyarados and my brother never got the gyarados so i was like yo i got the gyarados and then the first stage you know it's hard to get the sight there to come out of the grass and um yeah that's another honorable mention and my last honorable mention i guess i have three honorable mentions is uh, Twilight Princess, the first Zelda game I ever beat. It's by far my favorite Zelda game. I believe it is the best Zelda game. And I wish Breath of the Wild used that art style 
instead of the cell shade, but you know what? It's cool. I ain't worried about it. And yeah, and when I say the best, I mean best as in a 3D Zelda, not an over-the-top Zelda, because A Link to the Past would be the best uh, overworld Zelda. I like it more than one because I actually knew how to play that one at one. I didn't have a map to play or I didn't have a guide to know what I'm doing. But alas, that goes up with my honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, I mean, I at this at this point, I kind of like if I could change my number three, I think I would change it to Pokemon uh, Yellow because I remember I spent a lot of time Pokemon Yellow, Red, and Blue. I spent a lot of time trying to hundred percent it. Oh, and also one more thing I forgot to mention: the Lord of the Ring games on the GameCube. All right, so um. I want Jacob to go first on what he thinks I should have had on my list. That unless 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 he guessed them all, or unless I maybe I, I had it on my list. But what games do you think I, I mean, should have had on my list? I think if people heard the podcast, I, I pretty much guessed every single one you were going to name. Mm-hmm. So I I, I kind of knew you like a buck. I. I we saw each other play these games. <laughs> yeah. I already knew what you were going to pick. I didn't really have to guess. So, I mean, it seems like you kind of knew what I was going to pick, except for my honorable mention. You were surprised I went with Bronze, the Melee. Yeah. Uh, were you surprised I picked Ark- Arkham City? Yeah, over Die Hack. Pick? Yeah, over Die Hack. Yeah, for sure. See, I was, and that's another honorable mention because I wanted to say Dot Hack because I did spend a lot, and that is my, you know, my favorite game franchise. But like, I spent a lot of time with that series, not the game as a whole, not the game, yeah, not the game as a whole, just because I was, you know, just wanted to play all of them. Where back Batman Arkham City, I spent a lot of time with that game itself. Yeah. yeah, I feel the same with Kingdom Hearts. Because Kingdom Hearts, I thought I would put on there, then I realized I beat them, like, a handful of times, but not enough. Like, I want, like once I beat that game, I put, like, there were large breaks in between me going back to play. I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, all right, so there were no games that you thought I would mention that I didn't mention? No, you you you, you mentioned all the ones I thought you were going to, to mention. All right, well, I got some for you that you didn't mention that I am disappointed you didn't mention. I got three, in fact. Okay. Okay. First off, first off, Pokemon Yellow. How dare you? Uh, How dare you? I know. How uh, when you brought, dare you? When you, you should be that, disgusted like, with yourself. Like, how did I not think of Pokemon Yellow? Oh. And I'm a professor too, so that's kind of exactly. That is just. That's that's disgusting. I am disappointed in you. I would say Pokemon Stadium, but no, I say Pokemon Yellow. You put more time into. But I um, did. my other honorable mention that I felt not honorable mention, but another game that I thought you would have on your list: NBA Street Volume Two. What? You made me cry in that game. How's that I on did. your list? I I uh bro, I was trying to think of like these are just the games that came to mind. I forgot about. NBA Street. I was I was actually talking about that game uh, not too long ago on a uh, on that Facebook group I'm in because I remember the third one. If you bought it for the GameCube, you can play as Mario, Mario, Luigi, and Peach. Mm-hmm. 
But like in, in volume two, yeah. you unlock the legends. You can play as you can basically have a squad of MJs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has stretch. You can make your own character. Like, bro, I'm I'm disappointed in it too. And the last game I'm most definitely disappointed in that you didn't mention was MVC, Marvel's Capcom. Mm, yeah. yeah, but I like that was a big part of my FGC phase as well because I played a lot of Marvel's Capcom three. Not Ultimate. I'm talking about. I, no, I PS1. know you're talking about the the, the old ones. Um, but I don't like. I felt like I put more time in to like Killer Instinct and whatnot because, like, I guess because our like, I had people to play against in Killer Instinct. Like, I had you know our uncle, and with uh, Mar versus Capcom, outside of us, there was really no one else to play. True, but still, bro. Like, come on. NBC should have been. I, you know what? It's your list. Like, I, can't, I, don't, I don't know you. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a good game, and it's one of my all-time favorites, for sure. Um, and the reason I didn't put KI on my list, because I know you would have it on your list, and also I put a lot of time in the Xbox One KI. But... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one I, I wanted to get into, but, I mean, of course, that was around the time where just started, or, like, was working a full-time job and had two kids, and I was like, man... Like, I, I really hit a slump of just lazy gaming. Well, you can always like, get it back because, you know, it's going to be on Game Pass. If you decide to get Game Pass, basically, yeah, your your options are open for 15 bucks a month if you decide to keep the subscription. Well, I'm going to try the Power Rangers one because uh, that, I've heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah. Um, I, I need to step away from just playing, like, one game. Apex. Because like, that, that's all I do is I, I get home, I get tired and i just play apex which don't I'm get me wrong just play your switch I'm surprised apex, you just don't your switch. apex is a great game and i do play my switch i'm actually like so there are games i spend a lot of time with now which is apex and tetris 99 but with apex if you don't play with friends it's kind of annoying to play with randoms yeah that's why i i only play with you and i mean as long as we're together like now, now they have duos, right? So that's no issue. Yeah. But before duos, I I didn't mind playing with the Randy as long as I at least had you there. You know what I mean? Yeah, as long as you had at least one other person. But now it's like, you know, no one's ever on. So I'm just like, I'm just playing with randoms, and it, it gets annoying, and it just isn't fun. And I'm just doing it just because it's something to do. And that's why I started playing more Tetris. And for for anyone who plays Tetris ninety nine. You know, I've been trying to get my... I'm trying to get 10 wins on Invictus. <laughs> and if you know what Invictus is, then congratulations. And if you don't, then too bad. Get good. <laughs> but, all right. I mean, I think that sounds... A little, I'm sure there are games that we missed for each other. I mean, I feel like I hit I pretty know. well. I, but... I, I, I was 100% on you, so I'm okay. <laughs> You didn't say Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, but I mean, I picked your Princess. top. I picked your you top did. three. You did. I'm surprised you got COD. I think I may have told you that. I think that's why you knew because I told you. No, uh, I just knew because you were in a big COD phase, and you—that's like in college. That's all you played was Modern Warfare Two, and you had your little clan and whatnot. Multiple clans, and shout out to the people that were always be like, "I'm a free agent now," as if. 
like we saw the future. We knew esports was gonna happen, even though MLG is dead. But that's besides yeah. the point. But uh, yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess that wraps up. Yeah, guys, give us a shout out. Social media: Instagram, Dude Let's Chat, Twitter, Dude Let's Chat Pod. You know, give us some input. Help share the content. Help us grow for you know those who have been with us. We appreciate it. For sure, for sure. And also, uh, as I said earlier, if you're on iTunes, please give us a rating, five stars, four stars, whichever stars, I don't care. I prefer five stars because, you know, why not? Give us, for you Yu-Gi-Oh fans, give us some star chips. Let's just go with that. You know, leave a review yeah. if you like. Uh, if you're on Spotify, give us a follow or whatever you're listening at, whatever you do, just, just do what you can to support as much as you can. And, um, yeah, as my brother said, you can hit us up on Instagram at Doulas Chat, Twitter at Doulas Chat Pod. I will say we are more active on Instagram. Uh, you'll see, uh, well, we post something every other day. And for the most part, we post past episodes. So if you are new, you can just go, like, go through there, listen to some sound, uh, sound snippets. And if it's interesting to you, you can go check it out. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm currently working on something right now to where, if you click the link in our bio, we you should be able to see where we're uh, posting our podcast. Because right now, and the, the the one we have right now is pretty limited. But yeah, um, hit us up on that, and we'll see you guys next week. Uh, yeah. So as as always, thank you for downloading your weekly DLC. I'm Isaac. You uh, also what's up? I was like, this is Jacob. Oh, there you go. This yeah, there you go, Jacob. I was gonna give you your own little outro, but that's all good. We'll get that chemistry. <laughs> we'll get that chemistry. Yeah, we're but, still growing. Uh, we're still growing. But uh, yeah, so we'll just catch you guys next time. Later. Later.